Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse for the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, let's dangle the trail ahead. The frontier town of Morganville was celebrating the election of young Buddy Pearson, the new sheriff of Branch County. The folks were mighty proud of Buddy, and Buddy was mighty proud of his new job as he walked down the main street and acknowledged the cheery greetings of his many friends. Hiya, Buddy. Nice going, boy. You done yourself proud, Buddy. A new dog going well. You trim that no-count Marty Owens. Thanks, Ray. I sure appreciate what you folks have done for me, and I'll try to do as much for you. I'm going over to tell Marty that since he can't be sheriff, we might elect him for dog catch. <laughs> <laughs> that Pearson boy seems awful young for a sheriff, John. Uh, Don't you worry about Buddy Pearson, mister. You'll make the best sheriff we ever had. Sure. Wasn't old Gus Pearson a good sheriff? Hey, buddy. Huh? Hey. Oh, howdy, Judge. Hey, quite a little celebration folks are having, eh? Yeah. Well, don't let it bother you, son. It just shows that they're all downright glad you won the election. Well, for that matter, Judge, I reckon I'm glad myself. Sure, of course you are. Well, looks like Slick Danley heading this way. Acts like he was busting with news. Watch out for that hombre, buddy. Yeah, don't worry. I intend to. Buddy, 
Hey, buddy, can I talk to you a minute? Go right ahead, Slick. What's on your mind? Now, listen, this ain't none of my business. Well, ain't none of mine either. So long, buddy. Goodbye, Judge Dean. You can take this for what it's worth. Marty Owens has been making some nasty talk about you over to the cafe. Yeah? What kind of talk, Slick? Oh, about the election. He's saying that you just as good as stole some of them votes. Uh, nonsense. Nobody believes that. He's crazy. Sure, but he's blowing off just the same. Let him blow. I beat him fair and square. That's the way he lost the election. Sure, buddy. We all know that. You better watch out for Marty, do you hear? Just what are you trying to say, Slick? Right now, Marty's making big talk about you stealing that election. He says... Well, anyway, he's working up courage enough to come gunning for you, buddy. You... You wouldn't be trying to start something between me and Marty Owens, would you? Of course not. I just figured you'd be interested to know. Yeah, well, thanks. Well, just remember and keep your eyes on him, buddy. Mm-hmm. I reckon I'd better keep my eyes on more than one Jasper around this town. Come on in, Slick. Well, I done just like you said, Jesse. Yeah? Uh, he wasn't much impressed. Maybe he ain't got such a good idea after all. What'd he say? Oh, just said, uh, yeah, he'd keep his eyes open and let it go at that. Don't worry. When Marty cuts down on our brand new sheriff, I think you'll see that my idea is good. Ain't there some other way to get rid of Marty? There ain't no better way, Slick. Go tell Marty to come in here. Oh, look... Marty ain't such a bad guy, Jesse. Do like I tell you. Marty's no more used to any of us, and he knows too much for his own good. Now go on, call him in here. Oh, all right. Hey, Marty. Yeah? Come here, the boss wants you. You hike out of here, Slick. I'll see to it that you're ready to get that gun in a hurry, you understand? Yeah, sure. What you want, Jesse? Shut the door, Slick. All right, it's all set, Marty. You can make your play any time. The sooner, the better. I'd sure hate to see this thing slip up, boss. There ain't gonna be no slip-ups. Danny got hold of the sheriff's gun over to the office long enough to load it up with blanks. All you gotta do is make your play. And I'll see to it that there's plenty of witnesses around. On your side. Yeah? And then? Then you'll be sheriff of Branch County. Yeah. Young Pearson's out in the street now. Better get your chore over with before he takes a look at the gun and finds out it's loaded with blanks. I'll nail him right now. So long, Marty. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> you won't see nobody later. Darkness had fallen over the town of Morganville when Marty Owens appeared in the main street and prepared to carry out the frame-up which he thought would eliminate the man he hated most, young Sheriff Buddy Pearson. The pale glow of lamplight filtered splotchily through a half a dozen windows, making things poorly visible in the gloom. Marty Owens stopped a few paces from where Buddy Pearson had stood talking to some friends. Hey, Pearson, reckon I want to talk to you. Yeah? What's on your mind, Marty? You know what's on my mind. You didn't think I'd figure I'd let you get away with stealing them votes, did you? Now listen, mister, there's pretty strong talk you're making. I can talk even stronger, you young pipsqueak. Well, don't. Not unless you're prepared to eat your own words. Anybody's got guts enough to steal votes at election time, hadn't ought to be worried Marty, about... Marty, get your hand away from that gun. Ah, uh, shucks. 
You ain't afraid of me, are you, Sheriff? I'm warning you. Keep your claws off of that shooting iron. Well, you're in receiving, Farmer. I'm going to... Hey, he was asking for it, all right. Where's your fool? You ought to know it better than to tangle with Buddy Pearson. Move back there now. Let me get through. Sure, stand back, you Jaspers. Let the sheriff get in here. He ain't dead. He's just... Hey, this fellow wasn't packing a gun, buddy. What? Well, sure he was. I saw him go for it. Must have dropped on the ground. Come on, give me a hand here. Let's get Marty over to Doc Slater's place. I sure hope you fellas don't think I'd shoot a man that wasn't wearing a gun. We got to think what we see, buddy. And I'm telling you, Marty Owens didn't have no gun on him. Maybe the new sheriff can't handle so much authority. Just a minute, Slick. Marty came over here and started blowing off. I never made a move until he went for his gun. That just don't add up, buddy. He didn't have no gun. But I tell you, I saw him go for it with my own eyes. <laughs> Maybe he was just reaching for a match or something. Maybe like some folks been saying, you're too young for this job. Maybe you just got a buck fever, huh, buddy? Now, hold on, Slick, before you talk yourself into trouble. Wasn't it you that came around a little while ago and told me to watch out for Marty Owens? That he was looking for trouble? Why, sure. But that ain't no call for you to shoot a man when he ain't packing a gun. That's right. All right. You gents think that's what I've done, so go ahead and think so. There's something mighty fishy about this setup. I'm going to find out what it is. Now get out of my way. I'm going over to Doc Slater's place. Yeah, Marty was getting sassy, but shucks, buddy didn't have to gun him down for that. Maybe the kid's getting too big for his britches. Well, he sure made a poor start as a sheriff. Uh, I voted for Buddy myself. But I'll be dogged if I'm going to put up with that kind of business. I'm just wondering if maybe I didn't vote for the wrong man. <laughs> Get the gun, Slick? Sure. Standing right close to Marty when he made his play. I was the first one got to him. Well, I'll see that you get rid of it. Yeah. But listen, I'm worried about Marty. We should have known young Pearson wouldn't try to kill him. Don't you worry about nothing, Slick. You get out and take care of that stage like I told you. And I reckon long about tomorrow we'll have the law in this town set up the way we want it. The sun was a climbing ball of fire that scorched the desert countryside. Gratefully, the three riders headed their horses toward the promising shelter of the foothills just ahead. Riding three abreast, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan Reed had just completed the most difficult part of a long journey, the perilous crossing of the desert. Better pull the horses down to a walk now. Um, we find waterfall now. Not very far. Golly, sure gets hot in a hurry. Yes, Dan. That's the reason we've been traveling at night. Much easier on the horses. In another hour, the temperature back there in the desert will range between 120 and 140 degrees. Horses not able to stand so much heat. I don't think I'd be able to stand very much of it either. Well, anyway, the nights are certainly cool on the desert. And there's no other place in the world where the temperatures vary as much as on the desert, Dan. Within the space of six hours, I've seen the temperature drop 50 degrees after sundown. <laughs> Oh, Silver, steady, oh, fellow. Oh, 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 Jiminy, what's the matter with Silver? Now look carefully, Dan. That pile of rocks just ahead. Oh, I can't see anything wrong there. Hey, golly, yeah, I see him now. Ah, plenty big rattlesnake. Diamondback and a big one, too. Here, Dan, I'll let you test your marksmanship. Oh, but golly, what if I miss him? I'll be ready in case you do. Go ahead, aim carefully. Remember to squeeze the trigger. All right. 
Oh, I missed him. Hey, he's crawling away into the rocks. Watch. Yeah, boy, that one stopped him all right. Uh, rattlesnake plenty dead now. Toto. Listen, that sounded like someone in trouble. Ah, uh, three shots. Come from back of ridge. Come on, let's ride. Get him up, scout. Get up, Victor. Come on, Silver. with the armor stuck up the stage. I hope you'll take my word for it. We'd like to help you. Yeah? More likely you were sent back here to finish me off. How long ago was the stage held up? About an hour. Didn't you have a guard along? No. I was figuring to pick him up in Morganville like I always do. Never expected no trouble along here. <laughs> there. That's the best I can do for your wound right here. Think you can ride? Yeah, I reckon so. That crazy bud, that stick-up gent, unhitched the horses from the coach and turned them loose. You started to mention a man's name. No, I didn't either. If you know who held you up, I... I didn't do no such thing. Besides, how do I know you ain't a crook? Looks mighty suspicious. You coming along here wearing that mask. Let me show you something. Here. Do you know what this is? What it means? Uh, Of course I do. It's 45 cartridges. It's made of... Why, it's made out of silver. Hey, that white stallion. Do you mean to say you're the Lone Ranger? Yes. These are my friends, Tonto and Dan Reed. Well, I'll be... Mister, I'm sure glad to meet up with you. Now perhaps you'll tell me who you think the hole-up man was. Yeah. I sure hate to say this. But I'm satisfied it was young Buddy Pearson. Who's he? Buddy just got elected sheriff yesterday. Then he got in a fight with Marty Owens and shot Marty down when he wasn't even wearing a gun. Whole town sort of turned against Buddy for that, and I reckon he done this just because he was burning mad. What makes you think Buddy was the one to hold up your stagecoach? Well, he was wearing a mask. I couldn't see his face very good, but I could tell by the clothes he was wearing. It was Buddy, all right. Oh. Now, listen, I'm going to have Dan give you a lift into town. Now you can find a doctor there. Yeah. Doc Slater will fix me up. I'll be much obliged to you. This lad's horse don't mind carrying double. Then, after you get this man to town, go to the hotel and wait for Tonto and me. Yes, sir. Tonto, we're going to ride back to the scene of that holdup. And I think I have a plan that will tell us in a hurry whether the sheriff is behind this or not. Steady, big fella. <laughs> Come on, Silver. Get him up, scout. <laughs> curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. The town of Morganville was greatly excited over the news of the stage holdup. The stage had been carrying several thousand dollars in cash as well as the customary pouch of U.S. mail. It wasn't long after the wounded driver had left Dr. Slater's house that he confided his suspicions to a friend. Quickly, the word spread. Ask me, that driver must have been seeing things. 
Buddy Pearson ain't that kind of an hombre. Yeah, maybe you're right, maybe you ain't. Leastways, there's no harm in us checking up on what he says, is there? Of course not. He already sent a couple of fellows over to take a look in Buddy's room. But I figure they'll find much of anything. Hey, quiet down. Here he comes now. I want to talk to you men. I'm not exactly hard of hearing. And some of those remarks you've been making sort of got back to me. What I want to know is which among you started this thing. I got something to say to you, Slick. I'm telling you right to your face. I'm thinking that you and that four-flushing boss of yours, Jesse Murdoch, know a heap more than you're willing to admit. Yeah, calling names ain't going to help you none. You know plenty about that shooting scrape with Marty Owens yesterday. Before I'm through with you... Give me the chance. I wouldn't call that a shooting scrape if I was you. What do you mean by that, Judge Dean? Owens dead about an hour ago. Dead? Well, that ain't possible. Well, Sheriff, you being the law around here, wouldn't you call that a plain case of murder? Yes, the way I would. I'll be right interested in well, finding Pearson, a... maybe you can talk your way out of this. Now what? What's that you've got? Just what's it look like, Mr. Sheriff? That's the bunch of U.S. mail was taken from the stagecoach. Jig is up, Pearson. First you kill a man that ain't even packing a gun and then start robbing stagecoaches. Looks like you're a little mite too ambitious for your own good. Well, listen, you people aren't going to take Jesse Murdoch's word against mine, are you? How do you know where he got that mail? Answer me that. He didn't get it, buddy. I'm the one found those letters right in your room, right where you left them. Come on, Sheriff. Better hand over your guns. You can be your own customer right in your own jailhouse. Uh, you, Sheriff, you come. And you men, you not make move. Me shoot plenty straight. I don't know who you are, Injun, but I'm not letting these buzzers lock me up. Not if I can help it. Hey, stop him! Look out for that horse the Injun's riding. He'll lock you down. Stand back. Save your bullets, boys. There ain't no stopping them now. Where in blaze did that engine come from? He sure was a nervy cuss. Hey, Jesse, come here a minute. Yeah? What's on your mind, Slick? Remember them fellas that stage driver was telling us about? That come along after I stuck... I mean, after he was held up. What about him? Don't you see that engine was one of them? Say, you mean... Sure, that... boss. He's a part of the Lone Rangers. So, the Lone Rangers thrown in on the side of Buddy Pearson, huh? An hour later, when Tonto, the dauntless companion of the Lone Ranger, reported to the masked man at their camp. What happened? Tellers find mail from stagecoach robbery in Sheriff's room. I was expecting that to happen. Then start to lock up Sheriff. Me help him escape. I'm glad he had sense enough to ride away with you. If he hadn't, someone might have worked up a lynch mob by now. Mm, crowd plenty mad. Where's Buddy Pearson, Tonto? Me leave him at Hideout in Hills. Good. Uh... You not see Sheriff now? No, Kimosabe. You see, that boy's entire career is in front of him. What he's facing now can bring him a great deal of honor or the worst kind of disgrace. I can stay out of this. That's what I want to do. But how you help him, Kimosabe? But Jesse Murdoch, the one who faced Buddy with the stolen letters? Ah. But nothing was said about the money that was taken? No. Jesse thought of him not talk about money. According to the driver of the coach, there was considerable money on that stage. Why wasn't Murdoch concerned about it? Him not even ask Sheriff about it. Tonto, Buddy Pearson had no more to do with that stagecoach robbery than you or I did. 
the first place, whoever robbed that stage made certain that the driver would recognize some of the clothing he wore as belonging to the sheriff. Mm, that not sound plenty smart. Now, here's the way I want to help, buddy. By making it possible for him to help himself. Oh, in that best way. I talked with Judge Dean in Morganville last night. Him plenty good feller. Yes, and he believes in the Pearson boy just as much as we do. For some reason, the crooked element of the town, headed by Jesse Murdoch, wanted Buddy removed. And for some reason, they framed that shooting between Buddy and the man he defeated at the elections, Marty Owens. Owens, feller. Him dead. Yes, I know. But Tonto, Buddy Pearson is not responsible for his death. Me not savvy. Owens didn't die from that bullet wound, Tonto. He was poisoned. Huh? Yes. Doc Slater became suspicious after Judge Dean went over and talked with him. Marty Owens was well on the way to recovery. Then, suddenly, he died. Mm, that sounds plenty bad. It is bad. For Jesse Murdoch, Slick Danley, and the rest of that bunch. Because, you see, Judge Dean had a chance to talk to Owens before he died. Owens was afraid. He didn't think he was going to recover. And he confessed that the whole shooting was a frame-up. And Marty Owens was carrying a gun when he faced Buddy Pearson. Oh, oh it's an old trick, Tonto. When Marty Owens picked that fight with Buddy Pearson. He thought the sheriff's gun was loaded with blanks. Otherwise, he'd never had the courage to face him. Owens, feller, not very brave, huh? He certainly doesn't deserve any sympathy for trying to gun a man whom he thought was defenseless. But you see, as it turned out... Jesse Murdoch really wanted Owens removed. Then he planned to remove the sheriff by disgracing him. Uh, it's all plenty plain now. Hello, I want you to go back to Buddy Pearson and tell him what I've just told you. Tell him to get in touch with Judge Dean, who will verify everything. And what you do, Kimasabi? I'm going to see if Buddy is big enough to handle this thing by himself. Personally, I think he is. Anything goes wrong, I'll be close by. Uh, that's good. And remember, after we talked with that stage driver this morning... Whole town is sure to know that we're here, especially Murdoch and his men. So be careful, Tonto. Don't walk into a trap. No, he be plenty careful. Here, Scout. Here, Silver. We're going to be ready for anything that happens. Uh, get him up, Scout. Hey, big fella. And since Jesse Murdoch is worried about the Lone Ranger being around, perhaps I can help him to hang himself. Come on, Silver. private office, Jesse Murdoch spoke angrily to several of his hired gunmen. Now you listen to me. We've been pussyfooting around here long enough. I'm going to take control of this town if I have to pistol whip every sniveling coyote in the place. Oh, shucks, Jesse. It ain't no fault of ours that that lone ranger gent sided in with Pearson. Hey, what in blazes is that? Looks like a note. Here, it's a... Take a look at this, Jesse. What was you saying about the Lone Ranger? Uh, silver bullet. Here, give me that. Uh, uh. Well, what's it say, boss? It's from the Lone Ranger. Silver Slick, I ought to shoot you right where you stand. Hey, what are you talking about, anyway? Here, read it yourself. Your man made one mistake in that stage robbery. That mistake will trap you and your whole bunch... 
Well, that's crazy. I didn't make no mistake, boss. You must have slipped up someplace. Otherwise, that masked man wouldn't be wise to us now. Murdoch, that engine's back in town. I want to help Pearson get away. You sure about that? Where? Where'd you see him? He's down in my cafe right this minute. I run all the way up here to tell you. He's all alone. Boys, that's the answer. We grab the redskin. Then we can be sure that the Lone Ranger will keep his nose out of our business for a spell. Come on. As Jesse Murdoch and his men approached the Red Horse Cafe, the Indian Tonto was plainly visible. Seated at the counter, apparently waiting for the man who dashed out the back way and ran up the street to Murdoch's place. That's him, Jesse. He's all alone in the place. Good. You got a lot of nerve, Injun. Don't reach for your hardware if you know what's healthy. Get his guns, boys. No, no. You wait. You not take gun. You tell Tonto what you want first. Sure. Sure, we'll tell you, Redskin. First, we want you. Next, we want that coyote you helped to escape, Buddy Pearson. Most of all, I reckon we want your pal, the Lone Ranger. Oh, you fellas, plenty big crooks. Hunter, not talk to crooks. Hey, we'll make you talk before we get through with you. My friend, Sheriff Pearson, him find out all about trick you play. You frame shooting with Owens feller. Owens feller, him not die from bullet. Him die from poison. I can see you know too much for your own good, Injun. That much knowledge ain't healthy. Sheriff, him find out who robbed stagecoach. And him catch crooks plenty good. When we get through with that Pearson kid, it won't matter how much he knows and how much he don't. As far as this town's concerned, Buddy Pearson went hog wild. And they'll find him laying someplace with a bullet in him. And the same That's goes enough, for... That's enough, Murdoch. Reach. Go ahead, you sneaking pool cats. We can drop you just as fast as you ask for it. It's a trap. We walked right into it. All right, boys, gather up their hardware. We'll get these buzzers to the jailhouse. Oh, no. You was in cahoots with the fellow in the cafe here. He double-crossed me. You double-crossed yourself, Murdoch. We were outside when Tonto came in here, and we saw him run out the back way, heading for your place. They gave us plenty of time to get inside and be ready for you. You can't prove nothing. You mentioned yesterday about Marty Owens being murdered, Murdoch. Well, you were right. I reckon Doc Slater will help us to prove that you poisoned him. All right, take him out. All right. Well, if you ask me, Judge... I'd say that mask man wasn't very far off. Nope. You know, I got a notion if you'd have needed him real bad, he'd have been here in jig time.
have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.